Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the Pointless Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Fit UK, and today we are going to be talking about dogs and all things dogs and my job as a dog walker and just a lot of doggy things in the dog sense, not in the weird. Anyway. Before I go off on a weird tangent like that, let's just get into this podcast. So I wanted to do a podcast on dogs, just because I see so many people now, especially in like the vlogging world on YouTube and stuff, people have pets, people do weird things with their pets. And I think, I believe Americans, I'm not sure. You can't hold me to this. I believe they have a system where they they have to be like licensed or or something. I think, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And we used to have that in the UK. We used to have to be licensed to have a dog. You'd have to take a test, or, or you wouldn't have to take a test. You'd have to prove that you were going to be an all right pet owner, and you weren't just going to like leave them outside to like suffer. Whereas they abolished that I don't know when and unfortunately because of this you see a lot more dogs abandoned you see a lot more dogs abused or a lot more dogs that are bred when they shouldn't be and the owners sell the puppies off for so much money and I feel that in this day and age when we are such advocates for animals we we talk so highly of them and like we we just we are advocates for so many things, whether it be dog rights, people rights, horse rights, cat rights, kind of anything. We we like to stand up for these things, and I think we need to do more of it, especially since animals don't have a voice. They can't tell you when they're in pain. They can only make a noise, and I think more people need to be aware of this. More people need to be willing to listen to their animal even if it can't talk because there there could be something wrong and if you don't know the signs if you don't know what an animal does when it's in pain then it could be very hard to realize it's it's like having a baby and babies don't come with manuals animals don't come with manuals you never know what's going to happen and i really just want to help the animal community in being treated a little better. So I'm a dog walker. I have had my own business for just over a year now. Absolutely love it. There are days where I hate it. Not because of the dogs, like the dogs are always the same, but just because of the weather. Some days you just peeing it down with rain and just like I've got to try. And get through three dog walks in this weather. And obviously, like for me, I don't have a car, so I don't get to like flip between a van and the dog walks. It's like no, we walk to the dogs. We walk the dogs. We walk to the next dogs. We walk the dogs. We walk to the last dogs. We walk home and literally strip everything off once you get in the house. But otherwise, I absolutely love my job. I love spending time with people's dogs. 
literally I treat them as if they are my own. So I love them like they're my own. I will tell them off like they are my own because at the same time, dogs need to know that like you are alpha. There is no question in that. You are the alpha. They are the beta. End of. Like everybody needs to understand that. Like there's no point going easy on your puppy because it's cute. Like he needs to learn. She needs to learn that day one you are boss because otherwise they will walk all over you. And that kind of gets me into having dogs or cats or anything else as a child substitute, which we have a lot of those people in my town. A lot of people have a child substitute. Um, I guess maybe they can't have kids, got them too old, and maybe they don't see their grandkids enough or something. So they have a dog or a cat as a child substitute, and they spoil it. And it's always nice to spoil your dog, give them treats, yeah. I will always give the dogs treats. And they're like, yeah, there you go, I have a treat, yeah, it's all right. But it comes to a point where too many treats causes dogs to get fat and that causes other problems and you don't want that. Or deciding to buy them coats that they don't need or stupid collars or leads and stuff like that. And it's just like, really, you're just wasting your money. Not even for the dog at that point, because like when it's stupid shit like that, like the dog doesn't care. It's not like, oh yeah, I've got a pink collar on today. I feel sassy, and then Thursday it gets to wear a blue collar and it feels a bit more manly. Or Friday, it's purple and it's just like I don't know what to do with myself. I'm wearing my purple collar. Like dogs don't give a crap. Cats, I'm pretty sure most of them don't even like wearing a collar. So, spending stupid money on dogs because they're a child substitute, yeah, it's pretty pointless. Like, I'm pretty sure unless you're going out and buying them a nice new bed, they don't care. But if it makes you feel better, then fine. But please, 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 please. I don't care whether you're a lady and your dog's a lady. Like, nobody wants to see a dog. Completely covered head to toe with pink lead, pink collar, pink coat, freaking pink snow boots. Like, nobody wants to see it. It just looks stupid. And I'm pretty sure the dog probably feels stupid too. And I'm sure if you're a bloke and you've got like a snaffy or something, yeah, sticking a spike collar on it doesn't make you look hard. It makes you look like a flat. Just got to get that out there because there are some. Who the hell wants to see that? <sighs> far too many times. Far too- it's even worse like when you see their other half having to be forced to take the dog out. And you're just like, really? Like, so now the husband's out walking the dog in everything pink and you chuckle because it's like, mm-hmm, that's your wife's dog. Or you see like the girlfriend being dragged down the street by the staff and like, mm-hmm. This is the butch husband's dog who probably just wears trackies and looks crap. You know, the, yeah, everybody knows the kind, yeah. So that can kind of lead me on to stereotypes as well because if, even dogs have stereotypes. I mean, like if I said Rottweiler, most people would think 
aggressive dog. Or like if I said Staffy, most people would think aggressive dog. But the thing is, no dog is aggressive. They, they're always trained in a specific way to be aggressive. No dog is born thinking, do you know what? I just really don't like anything. I'm sure, yeah, maybe there are a few out there that, yeah, maybe are born this way. But most dogs are not born to intentionally hurt people. They, they don't have that in them that's trained. So, I mean, we had a Rottweiler when I was young. No bad bone in that dog's body. Not one. He was so lovely. We had him from a puppy. Unfortunately, he didn't last long. Because he was resuscitated at birth and shouldn't have been. So he ended up... He ended up with something with the brain. Which meant at six months he had to be put down. But even when he was young, he would play. He'd get a bit boisterous, but he wouldn't hurt. I mean, and if he did bite down too hard and you kind of made a yelp noise, he would come back and apologise and be like, I'm so sorry, I didn't didn't mean to hurt you. And that's it. Dogs don't mean to. They will be apologetic if that's the way they've been trained and they just, like, get a bit boisterous with play. But if they've been taught or if they've grown up on the streets, they have learned to fight, they've been taught to fight. And that's when you, you might have an issue. And most, if you go and rescue a dog, most rescue centres will tell you They've come from here, they've probably been in street fights or they've been trained to fight or this, that or the other. And you can find out and obviously you can then take these steps accordingly to make sure that the dog either can't fight other dogs if it's going to, can't attack, so maybe wear a muzzle, keep it on short leash, don't let it off the leash, things like that. If it's not going to attack but you don't know, then obviously you can keep it muzzled and let it off and just say to people like, could possibly flip at any point there's there's no saying like the dog's been fine for the past three months that we've had it but at some point they could flip which is why you've taken precaution and put a muscle on it but uh, the thing is like a lot of people one will judge a dog breed just for the breed because they hear the rottweilers or staffies or anything with the freaking word bull in it whether it's bull terrier pit bull which obviously is banned in this country and a lot of unfortunately other dogs like um bull terriers and stuff are also being banned because it's got bull in it and you think oh my god it's gonna hurt me when actually they won't do anything it's just unfortunately idiots have trained for those dogs to be aggressive and two so many dog owners don't seem to know what they're doing they don't do the research they don't figure things out before they get the dog they're just like oh that's a cute breed i want one they get a puppy and they're like oh fuck and i think that's why like i really do wish that britain would bring back the license because again everybody that then owns a dog legally has a license which means they're on record so you abandon the dog and it's freaking registered to your address. They're bringing that dog back and they're being like, what the fuck have you done? Which means you can be penalised for it, which is brilliant because who shouldn't be penalised for abandoning their dog or for killing their dog or whatever else this 
sexy well can do. And this just is just something that should be brought back. And I feel that the more that people speak up about animal rights and become their voice, then maybe the government will figure out that actually animals have rights and animals feel and they deserve more than we're giving them. I mean, like, there, there are so many statistics. Yeah, I can't even say it's statistics that show that, like, specific rescue centres don't actually help these animals. They just put them down and stuff. And I'm not going to go into all of that because this could become, like, a major down of a podcast. Like, all of a sudden, you just go into, like, some depressing shit about how many dogs a year actually get killed when they're rescued. And that just wouldn't be fun. So we're going to try and keep this light and happy without going too crazy because I don't want to make anybody sad. I don't want to, like upset anybody with like all of this information so keep it happy and we're going to talk about how awesome dogs can be well, maybe maybe we'll do some like reasons as to why you should have a dog so reason number one as to why you should have a dog the greeting you get when you come home now the second dog we ever had was a flat coat retriever. He was a big boy. Like we we took him in because unfortunately that his owners were getting a divorce and they they didn't want to have to separate in between the two houses. They they felt felt it'd be unfair for him. So we we took him and we absolutely loved him. He's called Flynn. He's a brilliant dog. And Every time you'd walk into the house, you'd walk through that front door, you could hear him wagging his tail, you knew he was excited. But he wouldn't be there. And you'd be like, okay. And we, we soon started to learn because we'd put all of his toys on his bed in the living room. And he would try and pick up as many toys as possible to bring them as a gift when he'd come to the front door. So he'd hear you unlocking the door and he'd run to the living room to try and pick up at least five toys and they'd all be dangling from his mouth as he'd come running around the living room corner like you're home you're home you're home look what i brought you and you'd be like oh Flynn, what are you doing and he'd just kind of look at you and you could tell he was smiling and he'd just have all of these toys just hanging out his mouth like oh yeah i'm here Take one, take one. No, no, you can't take one. I'm just showing you. I'm, I don't know what I want to do. You're here. You're home. I'm playing. No, I'll put them down. I'll, and you could, you could see it like all on his face, the excitement, the joy. It's just, it's just. Oh, it's lovely to come home to dogs, and they're just like so excited to see you. Tails wagging, and and that's again something I love about the dog walking is like I can walk into these people's homes, and whether they are there or not. They can see the reaction their dog has to me arriving. Like they can see how excited they get. And one, it's brilliant for me because I get to see these dogs and they're like, oh my God, I'm going for a walk. Yes. And it's kind of like, oh, I love you. And I'll say hello to whatever dog. And then if people are there, they can see their, their dog reaction. They're like, oh, my dog really does love going out with you. I'm like, oh, I don't abuse your dog when I go out on a walk. 
so that's great for me as well so i get a lot of those reactions and even if i'm not walking into my own home it is such a lovely reaction to see such joy on an animal's face when they see you oh it's just that's the main reason to have a dog just just for that pure joy when they see you it's just brilliant the second reason is you get exercise too so you think you're gonna have to take your dog out of he's like right i've got to get this out there as well for everybody that thinks getting a small dog is going to be less work you are completely wrong small dogs need more walks or longer walks than big dogs so you think again a small dog can't be easy you won't need much walking yeah they need like a good hour more than once a day so you think oh i've just taken out for 20 minutes he'll be pooped no 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 yeah he needs like a good hour once twice a day probably more whereas like a big dog you'd go out for a, like a good hour hour and a half walk be done for the rest of the day like literally will not move you try and push a big dog to do two hours most of them would be like oh mate drag me home so next time you're thinking or even if you are thinking about getting a dog depends on on your exercise routine on the time you have, on the money you have, AA, to pay a dog walker. Either go for a bigger dog. Yep, you probably think, oh, but in my tiny apartment, a big dog, yep. Yeah, but less walks, which means you've only got to get that dog up and downstairs once. So, kind of easy, or apart from your back pee. But big dogs, one love big dogs, so sobby. They try and be lap dogs which is brilliant fun, great to video. And they only need like one, two shortish walks, whereas like little dogs need long walks. So it comes back to like that exercise. So if you're somebody trying to maybe lose a bit of weight and you're happy to go out for like three one hour walks, by all means, please, please, please do get a little dog and enjoy it and do remember that it will be a, la a yappy little fart because all little dogs have little dog syndrome. A bit like little man syndrome. It's real. It's there. Little dogs have it. I can tell you that for a fact. I walk a lot of them. So just remember that. that the likelihood of you going out on a walk peacefully, slim to none. Slim to none. But going out for a good few long hour walks, yeah, great with a smaller dog. If you're not so bothered about the exercise side, but you still want to get out there every day, whether it's just half an hour to an hour, please do get a big dog because they will love you for that hour's walk. They'll be like, that's great. Especially if your dog likes having six runs, it means they're doing twice the exercise you are. Whereas like little dogs, yeah, not a lot of people can take them off the lead. It's like, oh, so if you've got a big dog that loves sticks, brilliant because you have to be out for even less time because they're doing twice the distance because they're running to the stick running both on the stick yeah so that's point two point three they'll eat your food whether that's good or bad they'll eat your food depends on how they're trained well it depends on if you leave it lying about but yeah they might eat your food which is kind of amusing sometimes 
if you're happy to lose that piece of food. But it's also good if you don't like food. You can feed it to the dog secretly. When you pet, like, when, when your plate's clean, you're just like, oh, I pet it all. You just look at the dog just kind of looking at you like, is there any more? And it's like, People are just like, oh yeah, well done, you've eaten your vegetables. Yeah, yeah right, I've eaten them. That's if you get a dog that actually eats everything because I walk a couple of dogs that don't even give a crap about their own food. So, some dogs are like, some dogs are funny, other dogs are just like, demolish the food. <laughs> Depends on what you get. I don't know what point I'm on. I can't really class that as a point, but I'm going to. It's a free-for-all. I think that was the third point. I'm going to try and do five. I'm going to try and, try and hit five points. Point number four. Why is it good to have a dog? Why is it good to have a dog, okay? Well, if you have a house and you have a male dog, they will keep rodents away. Now, there is something in a male dog's pee that rats and that just don't like. I'm not sure what. I think mainly big dogs, though. Not like, not like the smaller dogs. We probably just... We've probably got rats bigger than those small dogs. So, yeah. I think it's mainly just the big doggies. But there is something in the dog's wee, I do believe, that keeps rats away or pests or something. I'm just gonna have a quick search, research, a search, that search. There we go. So, I am about to read. Repel mice with urine. Mice have super sensitive sense of smell. And if they think presents are around, they will not come near. If you have a cat, raid the little box for clumps of cat urine placed around your home. If you have a snake, collect its feces and... Okay, that's a bit weird. Who would collect a snake's fucking... So yeah, it does seem that dogs pee. It doesn't actually specifically say a male or female, so I think it doesn't really matter. Dogs pee around the house. Brilliant, no rats. I wouldn't necessarily say, though collect it and try and stick it in your attic or anything because might be a bit gross but definitely get a dog because it keeps rats away so your dog just pees in the garden you're not going to see a rat or a mouse in your garden I can't imagine it's going to keep foxes away but hey so that is a brilliant point number four and point number five they are the most loving animals in the damn world. Like, you sad? You cry? Dog comes and be like, oh, I'll, I'll lick it better. Oh, 
I'll sit here with my puppy dog eyes on it. And I know maybe you feel better. There you go. They're just so amazing like that. Like they can sense it. They seem to know. And it's just oh it's so brilliant and cute when they come over and they just like, Oh, look at you sad. Oh just I like your face. And it's just oh, happiest feeling in the world. Even if it's a big dog and it tries to sit on your lap, it just it makes you chuckle because you know they're trying to cheer you up. And you're just like, oh, you did well. You did well, big guy. Like, just well done, well done. You, you, I'm smiling now. I'm not crying. I'm smiling. Please, please get off me. So that is point number five. They, they just have undeniable love for you. And that's one of the greatest things in the world. You know, it's the damn thing's going to break your heart when you have to put it down or when it dies. But. For however many years you have it, which if it's a small dog, that's that's a good 15 odd years you've got that little fart for. Same with rescues, they, they normally just survive and survive and survive. It's only your pure breed big dogs that don't quite make it as long, but they're still good and they just love you and you can't help but love them back. So those are my five reasons as to why you should have a dog. And I would just like to end this by saying, please, 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 please do some research about the dog breed you want. Like find out everything you physically can about that breed, about what it likes, about what it needs, about the training it needs, about when you should train it. If you can get a male one, maybe when you should neuter it, if you're going to neuter it, or how to deal with it if you're not going to neuter it. Please find out the specific food that maybe is best for them. I just, I see so many people that will just give dogs like the cheapest brand of food and it does nothing for them. And you just think, oh my God, it's like smashing your head against a brick wall. So please just do your research. I mean, if you're going to get a long haired dog, yeah, be prepared for like, Carpets covered in fur, clothes covered in fur. I mean, even if you get short head dogs, they will still molt. So please make sure you get like the right brush so you can groom them or please take them to the groomers. It's, it's not cheap, but to keep yourself sane and of mind without like trying to kill your dog, please like look into everything because it's not fair to get a dog, especially as a puppy, and then to realise just how much work it is and to abandon them. It's it's not their fault. Let's down to the person and I would rather you do such a specific amount of research and then get the dog. Then get the dog and abandon it because it's just it's not fair on the dog. It's not fair on these rescue centres that now have to take in another dog because you just you didn't do a, a quick Google search. It's not even that hard, like wikipedia and stuff like not even that hard like you, everybody probably has a local dog warden you can easily go and speak to them and just be like hi like i'm looking at getting this dog is there any information any websites you could direct me to you know i'm sure everywhere has to have breeders like legalized breeders of every kind of breed go and speak to a breeder 
they are going to know everything about that breed because one they're allowed to breed it and two they're probably breeding it because they've loved that dog for a long time they've loved that breed for a long time and they're just they want to share that with everybody so just speak to some people maybe speak to people that you know that have dogs maybe speak to dog walkers when they're out you know most of them unless of course they're kind of looking at you as if if they're not looking like that if they're not just like oh no 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 turn around turn around turn around turn around then go up and ask a dog walker and just be like, hey, like, you walk a lot of dogs, like, you've obviously got to know some in. Do you have any knowledge or experience with these kind of dogs? I'm looking into getting one and just really want to make sure I know everything before I do. And yeah, please just, please just do your research and give a dog a loving home. And I will see you, not see you. It's weird to be like, yeah, I'll hear you in those podcasts. But anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed.